Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Despite all the craziness happening around town, Neil Humphreys, we are here to have a good show today. We got interesting guests, lots going on. How are you doing today? Oh, fantastic, Glenn, fantastic. The football is cancelled, so I have no football to write about. <laughs> Nothing to do. Uh, my book <laughs> launches have been cancelled. My school book fairs have been cancelled. Other than that, it's fabulous. Your daughter will be home all next week, so you have to figure out something for her to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, other than that, it's, what, what can you do? What can you do? Health comes first. So wow. we just take our precautions and our new measures and... Get on with life. Yeah, of course, we had some new measures announced yesterday with the uh, gatherings of more than 250 people canceled. And So that's my book launch? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's you right there. Anyway, so there's lots happening, unfortunately. Uh, you know, it's just the crazy times we're living in the U.S. under a state of emergency. Yep. Europe, of course, having lots of challenges as we speak today. There was something interesting, though. There was a survey that was done by Ipsos, our, our friends over at Ipsos, about confidence in the Singapore government, right? And the ability to contain... COVID-19 here. And the survey was conducted between the period of the 5th to the 9th of February among uh, about 1,000 Singaporeans. And it was interesting, 91% of Singaporeans say they had started taking maximum precaution to keep themselves safe. That was an increase from 86% in the days just before. And 74% of Singaporeans say that their income will be affected by COVID-19 if it doesn't improve Mm. over the next six months. But they say that the confidence increased from 79% before Dorscon Orange to 84% of the announcement that the government would implement suitable measures to help everyone get through it. So quite interesting. People are taking this seriously, as we all should Mm. here in Singapore, but some positive numbers in terms of confidence. Well, if I was the government, I'd be thinking about holding the general election around about now. What do you know? Funny you should say that. Yeah. No, in all seriousness, no one is paying me to say this. Anybody who knows me will know I don't say it if I don't believe it. That's me. That survey has just defined me because I'm more concerned about the virus than I was maybe a week or two ago, let's be frank. But I am much more optimistic about Singapore's capabilities of handling it. I'm very, very... No one's paying me to say this. I'm not being forced to say it. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. My confidence with the Singapore government at this moment in time, they should put me on a poster, couldn't be higher. And I say this objectively because we've been dealing with this now for two months. Mm. Some of the initial regulations, like when we went from yellow to orange, I was the first one to say... This is quite draconian because I'm one of that percentage. It has affected me financially. It has affected many of my friends financially. So, of course, I was a bit like, are we sure we're doing the right thing here? We're going to take a hit economically. Fast forward two months. And when I see, frankly, the inaction of one or two other countries, and I'll be very honest and say my former country, the UK, hasn't exactly hit the ground running with this. (laughs) Uh, I think the US, you could say the same. I think we can say that about the US. Australia, you could say Mm -hmm. the same to a certain extent. I mean, they have all lost weeks. Weeks. Valuable weeks. And and I've been saying to friends and family in the UK, you know, like a a trailer for a horror movie, it's coming for you. You know, you might have your Brexit. This doesn't stop at the border. You know, virus doesn't stop at the border, shows its passport and gets sent back. It travels through. So they've had the best part of two months to prepare Just last week, Glenn, you had the American president, the Australian prime minister, the British prime minister, all saying, life goes on, 
We won't be cancelling any major events. I myself, said the Australian Prime Minister, will be attending a rugby match this weekend. A rugby match that has since been cancelled. Mm. I think Thursday, Glenn, maybe even early hours of Friday, but certainly Thursday, the bullish attitude of organisers of the Australian Grand Prix very much over my dead body, mate. Will that Australian Grand Prix be cancelled? Yeah. Well, you could have been speaking literally if you'd have gone <laughs> ahead with it. Less than 12 hours later, it was cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. So I have nothing but admiration for the way Singapore and Singaporeans is dealing with this at the moment. It's not perfect. We're, mm. we're learning as we go. Mm. We know we're still not sure how to treat the schools. Minister Lawrence Wong said we don't know whether opening the schools or closing the schools. We don't know because it's evolving so rapidly, the virus. Yeah. But we are dealing with it day by day, very quickly, very methodically. And my confidence in my government in Singapore right now is sky high. Well, and, and, you know, we're already seeing we're at the point where Singapore can say to other people from other countries, no, we are not yeah. letting you either transit at Changi or, or come into the country because, frankly, we've got our act together as much as we can and we're not going to be tainted <laughs> by yeah. people coming in that haven't been checked or haven't been quarantined Correct. or that could be sick, So well, and rightly so. I was having this conversation with my sister last night. She's based in the UK near London. She just came back from France four days ago Mm. Both sides. France is an, almost an epicenter. But you take away Italy, France, Germany. These are becoming the, the key epicenters in Western Europe. Right. UK will be next. Not a single check. Even my sister was surprised. She went to France. She went back to UK. Both sides. Are you kidding me? Not a single check. What not a health thinking? check. Not a temperature check. Oh, my gosh. And then you look at Singapore with that wonderful tech, which apparently we invented. You know, the thermal <laughs> checks, the heat checks, yeah. where every single person who comes through the airports, the ports, the li- we look like those, those predator images from the classic, <laughs> Im- you know, the movie. We go a bit red and a bit yellow and a bit orange and a bit green. And if we're the wrong colours... Straight away, we are pulled aside in the queue before we even set foot in the country. Temperature tested. If they don't like the temperature, off we go. But even that we know is not the end-all and be-all, right? You can be symptomatic, asymptomatic and still be carrying, right? But at least it's something. But added to that, because of that very reason, what's the next step? Social distancing. Right. You know, Health Minister Lawrence, uh, National Development Minister Lawrence Wong has said, same thing, asymptomatic. We can't see the symptoms straight away. Next best thing, social distancing. Sure. I don't know if you've got it. You don't know if I've got it. But as we sit here now, more than one meter <laughs> apart, as long as I don't spit at you. Actually, I think I'm going to move back yes. just a little bit. Yes, yes, my phlegm has... <laughs> a little uh, bit further. My phlegm travels like a long-distance runner. We will be, yeah. for the most part, okay. So, And it's not smugness. I don't think it's smugness at all. There's no sense of elite, or there shouldn't be any sense of elitism from Singapore. If anything, it's more exasperation. Mm. You know, we did this. We, and China, let's give them credit, and Taiwan, you know, they've got their houses in order. We've given you a two-month head start through our own trial and error. Right. This worked, this didn't work, we improved this, we, we dropped that. We were the lab project. We were the lab, we were the guinea yeah, pigs. Yeah. We were the guinea pigs for two months. We were, we were the Petri dish, and, and we got it in order. And it seems like nobody else was watching, And right? we're almost like, hello, <laughs> hello, we're over here, we're suffering on your behalf, just look at what we're doing. And now you look at it, yeah. the UK, four times the cases that Singapore has, UK's been dealing with it realistically about two weeks. Yeah. We've been dealing with it with two months. Yep. They've already gone past 800 UK. It'll be 1,000 by the end of the weekend. Well, the statistic is every six days, the number of cases doubles. Yeah. So you got 20 today, six days, you're going to have 40. 
After that, you're going to have 80. You know, I mean, it goes fast. Every graph in the world is a hockey stick. It's Everyone. crazy. And crazy. they've not been paying attention. So, praise to Singapore. We're doing what we can. Obviously, obviously, we can't stop every case. We can't mm. stop people coming in for the reasons we just said. But you look at the measures in place, travel advisories, border restrictions, additional measures at checkpoints, social distancing, no more events of more than 250 people. Objectively, what more can we be doing? I have nothing but admiration, frankly, even though it's costing me money directly. That's okay. You know, Health I was, comes first. I was looking at the, some of the latest cases that were announced yesterday by the MOH. You know, I love the fact they give all of the details oh, where detective. the people had traveled yeah. to. And it was two people, a man and a woman, that had traveled to Germany, but then they had also gone to Hungary. And then they'd gone to like six different countries or five different countries mm. in Europe. And I'm like... This is in the last week or two. I'm like, what are you thinking? Who does that? You know, maybe you're on a holiday or whatever, but gosh, in this day and age with so many cases in Europe, that's just, I mean, that's just irresponsible. Well, this is the, the frustrating part. I think the figure was one in five. I'm pretty sure it was one in five was announced this week by the Singapore government that one in five people have been going to work with symptoms. I'm going to take a leap and assume that those two guys were traveling around on business because they seem to be going to weird countries but, for a holiday. Germany, Czech Republic, Austria, Hungary... Yeah, those four. So could have been a tour of Europe. It could have been a tour of Europe. <sighs> I don't know what it was, but, but again, not so smart. Again, yeah. there's that part where people are traveling when they probably shouldn't. There's a part where people are traveling for work or just going to work mm. with the symptoms. Mm. We and the government has said this. We have got to stop this face-saving nonsense that if I'm dying, I still go to work. Right. You are helping no one. You know, you are helping no one. And they've proved, haven't they? They've proved that the Safra Jurong, I think it's our biggest cluster. Yep. Several of those guys went to that dinner with symptoms. This is what's been so frustrating. They went to that dinner unwell. Had they not gone to that dinner, we wouldn't have had anything like the figures we have now. Yeah. If you have the symptoms, please just isolate yourself. Your company surely will thank you in the long run. Or you go to work, you try and be a hero with your boss, it spreads to 50 guys in the office, the whole <laughs> office shuts down anyway. How have you helped the office? To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.